0: have a 401k at work, or even contribute to a solo 401k plan, you need to listen to this podcast to understand the 2022 contribution rules for your plan. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of Irate Financial, and on today's AdBits, the 2022 solo 401k contribution rules. So before I get started, I just want to um, preface that uh, I actually tested positive for COVID. So bear with me, Uh, I have a scratchy throat. Otherwise I feel great. Um, I'm vaxxed and boosted, so um, not a big deal at all. I I mean, if I had to, I can run a marathon. I just kind of have a scratchy throat, bit of a cough. So other than that, um, I'm good, but uh, please excuse (coughs) the interruption. If I you know if I have to cough during the podcast, my apologies. But uh, let's get started. I wanted to do a podcast. I've done a blog. I've done some videos on IRA and four hundred one k contribution rules, but I wanted to focus in on the solo four hundred one k and the four hundred one k contribution rules on uh, today's podcast. So I'll just start. If you have access to a four hundred one k at work, the employee deferral limits have gone from nineteen thousand five hundred or twenty six thousand if you're over fifty to in 2022, $20,500 or $27,000. So went up $1,000 from 2021. So that means if you work at Tesla or Apple or any company that offers you a 401k, you have to adjust your your maximum amount is now $20,500 or $27,000 for 2022. So that's good news. Um, Get to contribute more if you uh, are able to. So um, good stuff. The safe harbor contributions, if you're in a safe harbor 401k, which generally is anywhere from three to 5%, that is going to be based off your compensation, but we'll have no limitations based off these new deferral rules. So don't worry. Um, This is just strictly for your employee deferrals, which again are totally optional. You don't have to make contributions to a 401k if you don't want to. But if you do, you now have the ability to put $1,000 more uh, if you can. So that's in a regular 401k. Now, if you're self-employed or have a business with no full-time employees other than yourself, a spouse, in other words, you have no non-owner employees that work more than a 1,000 hours, then if you have a solo plan, um, listen up. If you don't have a solo 401k, this is a great opportunity to think about getting one because of the huge advantages, especially when it comes to making contributions. So before I get into the solo 401k plan rules, let me just preface what I'm about to say, that the advantage of making employee deferrals is twofold. Number one, if you're doing them pre-tax, you're getting to the deduction for the amount you contribute. So if you put ten dollars or $15,000 from your salary into a 401k as an employee deferral, that reduces your taxable income. So let's say you make $100,000 and you put $15,000 into a 401k. Now you only pay tax on $85,000. So that's the first benefit. The second benefit is that $15,000, instead of it being subject to tax, is now put away in a tax-advantaged account, i.e. your 401k, and now you can invest those funds in stocks or mutual funds or ETFs or even real estate or cryptos, and all the gains in income will grow tax-free, and that's called tax deferral, which means that your money should double every eight years, assuming you could average an 8% rate of return. That's known as compounding. Returns, and that is what Albert Einstein coined the eighth wonder of the world. So those are the two main advantages for doing employee deferrals. So as I mentioned, if you have access to a 401k at work, you're essentially going to be limited to your 20,500 if you're under 50 or 27,000 if you're over 50. But if you have a solo 401k, there's a couple other options you have. <coughs> Excuse me. You can also do the employee deferral, but you have the ability to do up to a 20% employer contribution if you're a single member LLC or sole proprietor, or you can do 25% if you're a W-2. And there's a reason for the difference in percentages. It's based off how you calculate earnings on a Schedule C. I'm not gonna get into the um, tax accounting um, minutia. It's it's not uh, important. What's important to remember is that profit sharing is 20% of your net Schedule C, if you're a sole proprietor or a single member LLC. And it's 25% if you're a W2C or S Corp or a guaranteed payment from a partnership. So you can go up to 20% or 25%. You can do zero, but you have the ability to go up. Again, if you worked at Tesla, the most you're going to generally be able to do is the 25 or the 27 They may also have a safe harbor anywhere to 3 to 5%. A lot of... Uh, Fortune 500 companies, tech companies will have safe harbors. Law firms, accounting firms do not. They generally do not provide safe harbors. You know, I worked at large law firms for almost 10 years. I never got a safe harbor contribution. Um, so how does the profit sharing work? Let's do a couple examples. You make 40,000 bucks, self-employed, under 50. You can do 20,500 plus 20% of 40, giving you about 8,000 plus the 25. Giving you twenty-eight thousand five hundred, right? Pretty good stuff. Let's you know, say you made a hundred thousand in your W two. You can do an under fifty. You can do twenty thousand five hundred plus twenty five percent, or twenty-five thousand, giving you about forty thousand five hundred. Now, if you made a million, the aggregate amount that you can contribute in a given year is sixty-one thousand or sixty-seven thousand five hundred if you're over fifty. <clears throat> so, if you made a million, you're going to hit that sixty-one cap, even if you. Bifurcate the two contribution buckets: the employee deferral, the 25 percent of a million is two hundred and fifty grand, and that obviously is more than the sixty-one thousand, so you're capped at sixty-one thousand. The same token, on the flip side, if you make twenty thousand, the most you can contribute is up to the twenty thousand. Generally, on the employee deferral side, it's net of schedules, it's net of Social Security and FICA, which is about fifteen percent. There's a great calculator on our website that you can plug in all the info and get the exact dollar to dollar amount that you can contribute. Just keep in mind those two important factors. You can't contribute more than you make, clearly. And once you make too much money, you're going to be capped at that 61 or that 67,500 if you're over um, 50 years old. Employee deferrals can be done in pre-tax or Roth, and that's based off your plan. Some plans only allow pre-tax, some more and more now, Uh, allow both. Employer profit-sharing contributions are pre-tax, meaning the company gets a tax deduction for the contribution. Now, it's called an employer contribution, but it's basically keyed off your salary, your W-2 or the 1099. So if the company makes $100 million, it's still going to be a profit-sharing of your salary. So if you only take $100,000 W-2 and your company made $50 million, 25% of 100, not 25% of 50 million. Okay, so it's all keyed off your W-2. So that's important to remember. It is tax deductible to the company. You can convert it to Roth after the fact, but the conversion will be subject to tax. So <clears throat> overall employee deferrals should be made. If it's a Schedule C, they can be made up until your business falls a tax return. Basically, you 1040, because you'll report this on a Schedule C, April 15th or plus extension. If you are a W-2, then generally you should file the employee deferrals or at least elect to make them by 1231. And then the profit sharing contributions for both the single member LC sole proprietors, partnerships, and corporations can be made when the company files a return, including extensions. And I just want to make it clear, employee deferrals on single member LC sole proprietors are tax return plus extensions as well. Um, but for W-2, you should elect to do them by 1231. The idea is you know your income since you're a W-2 by 1231, whereas if you're a sole proprietor, single member LC, more likely than not, you're not going to know your net Schedule C amount till several months after um, the the years ended. So that's the reason for, for that discrepancy. Um, <clears throat> overall, uh, it's a great thing. Generally, um, the reason the IRA numbers didn't go up, um, generally the rules state that Uh, Contributions increases need to go up by a thousand bucks. And I guess the IRS wasn't ready to go up from six and 7,000 if you're over 50 to seven and eight. So um, they paused it. I assume next year IRA contributions will go up by a thousand bucks, but the uh, 401k contribution limits did go up as well. SEP IRA contributions also went up from 58 to 61,000. So essentially $3,000 increase, same with um, 401ks, if you're over 50, it went from 64.5 to 67500 SEPIRAs SEP IRAs do not have catch-ups. Another reason why the solo 401k is uh, much more um, interesting um, and I think popular retirement plan for small businesses is um, over the SEP IRA. So let me just put this all together because I know I threw a lot of information at you, um, but let me just simplify everything. So if you work at a company that has a 401k, the amount you can contribute employee deferral, whether it's pre-tax or Roth, generally you'll make that by 1231, has gone up from 19500 to $20,500 and 26, 000, from twenty six to 27000 if you're over 50 in 2022. Now the employer contributions, <laughs> the amount you could contribute has also gone up. Uh, you can say roughly by $3,000 because the maximum you can put into a 401k is $61,000. If you're under 50, it was $58,000 last year. And if you're over 50, it's $67,500 and it was $64,500 last year. So if you made a million dollars last year, you're only going to be able to put in $64,500. If you're over 50, this year's $67,500. Now, if you make $80,000 and you're self-employed, right, you're going to be under that max you're gonna be able to do the 20,500 plus 20, either 20 or 25% of the 80, and that will keep you under the 61,000, okay? So those are the things to remember. Employer contributions are pre-tax. Employee deferrals can be in pre-tax or Roth. You can't contribute more than you earn, so if you only earn 8,000 bucks, you can't contribute 20,500. Earnings are compensation for services. Capital gains, interest, dividends, royalties, rental income, passive income, social security, does not count as earned income, so you can't contribute that to a plan. So if you have $50 million in capital gains because you uh, sold your business, but you only took a $40,000 salary, then you can contribute up to that $40,000 salary even though you made 50 million bucks in capital gains. It's all based off earned income, compensation for services, income subject to social security and FICA tax if you're self-employed, basically Schedule C. Um, and it's a net Schedule C, it's not the gross, right? So if you made a million dollars in your business, but you have $900,000 in deductions, the $900,000 deductions, the net amount, that 100,000 bucks, that's what the, 19, 5, or the 25, I should say, 20,500, and the 20% is keyed off, not um, the gross amount of a million bucks. One last thing I wanna mention is mega backdoor Roth, uh, which is technically still alive in 2022. Bill Back Better bill seeks to eliminate the ability to go dollar for dollar, 61,000 or 67,500 if you're over 50 for 2022, and do that in after tax and immediately convert it to Roth, which is you know Roth lover's delight. The Bill Back Better bill sought to eliminate that. The bill is now comatose. It generally probably will be resurrected, but who knows if the provision will remain, and if it does remain, who knows if the provision will apply retroactively or what. So um, if you want to do it for 21, obviously do it now. Um, you have until you file your return, but we'll see what happens with the BBB bill, because the BBB bill, at least when it was in the Senate for review, which they never passed it, had the expiration date as 12 2021 So obviously that's passed. So, the idea is that even if they get a bill passed this year, they're going to push that date to 2022. So you'll still be able to do the mega backdoor Roth 401ks and also Roth backdoor IRAs in 2022. But we'll see. We'll see what happens on the Hill. They're still getting back from their holiday vacation. They just got back. Well, this week they're going to get back. So we'll learn more in the coming weeks. Last thing I heard Biden and Manchin haven't spoken a couple of weeks. So probably nothing's going to cook uh, in the next few weeks. But idea is by February, March, <coughs> I would think the Democrats are going to want to have something in their pocket um, to, to get signed. So um, that's it. But important to know the rules. Uh, whether, again, you're participating in a 401k at work or you got your own solo of K for your small business, uh, sole proprietor business, um, you got to know what the max rules are. You need to understand employee deferrals employer. They do get confusing. Um, I I know. I I feel you. I've written a couple books on solo 401ks and uh, I work with some super, super smart people in the 401k world and we still kind of get tripped up. So that's why I wanted to do another podcast. Obviously, we're here to help if you have questions. If you're a client of IRA Financial, let us know. Call us. Email us. Yeah, our phones work. You can call us, actually. We'd love to talk to you. Um, or just email us or chat us, and we will get you the answer, I promise. And if uh, my team can't get the answer, it will come to me, I promise. I get several questions a day that are honestly pretty challenging, and I I spent some time researching them. Um, And it's all good, it's fun, that's what I enjoy. So um, challenge us, don't feel like you're in it alone. Um, It's important to understand how the contribution rules work. Don't expect your accountant to understand this, it's uh, pretty complicated. A lot of accounts don't understand solo contributions. Um, They're they're good at filing returns. They're not as good at retirement planning and uh, understanding the intricacies of a uh, pension plan, especially a solo 401k, which is not as easy to work as a SEP IRA, which is just a pure profit sharing plan. So there's some things like uh, maximizing employee deferrals the profit sharing strategies, mega backdoors, a lot of stuff that you could... If you really want to get uh, aggressive in um, retirement savings and putting a lot of away in a reti- lot of money away in a retirement plan, especially if you want to do it in pre-tax or Roth, um, our experts uh, will have some strategies that could help and help you save money in taxes and also put away more money that can grow without tax. So there you go. Uh, that's all you need to know about the 2022 Solo 401k plan contribution limits. Um, otherwise. Um, stay safe, stay healthy. And um, thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. You can always watch this on YouTube. So check out our IRA Financial channel. We generally drop five videos and three podcasts. And I also do a YouTube Live every Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard. So if you got nothing going on, jump on, ask me questions. You may learn something, generally 30 to 40 minutes. If you miss it, no worries, because it is available on YouTube. But if you subscribe, you'll get notified when I go live. And sometimes I just go live if there's, um, you know, important case or a new development or a current event that I want to chat about. I'll just go live and by subscribing, you'll get notified. So why not? It's free. Can't hurt. Um, Otherwise, thanks for listening and have a great week. Talk to everyone again uh, soon. Take care.